Are you paying too much for your home and auto insurance? At Caleb Holloway State Farm, you're a one-quick-click call and quote away for some serious savings. Visit www.calebholloway.net or call 706-406-2111 for all of your home, auto, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, Caleb Holloway State Farm is there. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cigar Store Idiots, live, semi-live, from the new studio on Broad Street. I am Rob. I have with me Tyler. How's it going? And of course, as always, we have Andrew. I'm Andrew. We started the show off a little oasis, a little effing in the bushes, one of my favorites <laughs> songs, that is. Um, man, what's going on, man? We're two weeks, what are we, two weeks into 2021? And um, Grounded new national champion. Got a new national champion. Of course. Uh, an old new again yeah if you thought that ohio state had a shot against alabama you you obviously don't watch a lot of football you haven't been paying attention uh another thing we got going on in uh, 2021 uh is we stormed the capitol not we uh the american people stormed the capitol i was at home watching it on tv probably eating a taco so um to those folks who stormed the capitol uh if you uh, were there being a patriot uh, you probably weren't the ones inside taking pictures everywhere, <laughs> like uh, like a lot of those guys were stealing laptops. You probably were thinking, "What the fuck are these people doing? We're just out here to support the president in front of the Capitol building. We're not actually planning to go in and get shot at. Mm. No rubber bullets. Maybe, maybe it was real bullets. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I, you know, I, I also tend to believe that there were people in that mix that knew what they were doing they were there on purpose and they collected some information i know that uh the cat in the uh, buffalo costume and uh he i'm gonna take it back to uh all the youtube videos a man on a buffalo can't see man on a buffalo on youtube watch it and i kind of wondered if it was the same cat i didn't know so uh apparently he's uh he's in a lot of trouble so course he is a lot of them are in trouble a lot of them are in trouble and uh even the cops that opened the door for him said hey come on in and he took pictures with them yes. those guys are in trouble too so. yeah so let's 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 be easy when we say storm the capital though yeah because they were allowed in they were allowed in it was it was like hey this door back here is unlocked and they don't beep when you open it come on and there just happened to be some laptops available over there if you want to take those yeah yeah so it's gonna be interesting going to be very interesting we once again are going to waste taxpayers dollars on impeaching uh, donald trump we tried to do it they tried to do it once so it didn't work out i think that was to the tune of about anywhere from eight to eleven million dollars of taxpayers money was spent on that so the man's got one more week in office and so let's try again let's try again let's waste eleven million more dollars uh to impeach donald trump he's not going to get impeached 
it's going to get out of there. Well, no, the that last week is yeah. They, I mean, they're they're trying to keep everybody from uh, well, they don't want going to, crazy. They don't even run again. Yeah, that's that's the whole point. They, they don't want, even run again. They want to give him a black eye on what he's done uh, in history, and uh, they want to keep him from running for president again. So still not any public. I'm, st- I'm still not positive he's out, bro. I don't know, man. It's I'm just be, telling you, you it, better you better watch. Well, it'll be interesting to say the least. So um, uh, I don't I don't I don't care what side you're on, whether you're a liberal or you're a Democrat or you're uh, independent, cons- conservative, conservative, Republican. I don't care what side you're on. It's irrelevant to me. Uh, pay very close attention. Uh, keep your keep your ear to the grindstone, as they say. Uh, there's going to be some very interesting things happen in the next, the next few coming days. Uh, China. It's going to be interesting to see if Russia gets involved. Uh, there's going to be some interesting things come up. Been reading a lot. I've been consumed with it actually. I've been consumed with uh, watching the news and and, and and of course some of it's conspiracy theory and it doesn't mean anything and you have to weed through that. But man, there's some credible sources saying that. Hold on. Can I tell you the most disappointing thing about China and Russia right now is we have no listeners in China and we have no listeners in Russia. So uh, what's the deal, man? Yeah, well, you come know, on. Maybe a language barrier it, there. Uh, it, there could be. Not only that, but I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know how China works with it being the way it is. Don't they censor everything? Oh, like that's that? right. That's right. And maybe Russia too. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I ain't. I ain't. I ain't hating on Russia. I ain't gonna lie about it. Um, no, here, hey, here, here's another interesting fact. Uh, we did, if you follow us on social media, you kind of see what's been going on with us. We actually have a new studio. We just moved into it. This is our first uh, podcast from the new studio. We are uh, downtown uh, in uh, Rome, Georgia, beside the iconic Schroeder's restaurant. If uh, you're from this area, then you definitely know about where Schroeder's is, and now you know where we are. So if you see us inside and we look like we're recording, you just want you to wave in the window and keep walking because we can't get up and come let you in. Yeah, well, and we'll have a sign soon that says on air yeah. or recording or something. There will also be a very nice logoed sign in our window very soon, hopefully yep. tomorrow. And there will be a lot more. We've we got a lot of work to do here. Not a lot, but we've got some work to do here. we got some painting to do and some other things, and we're all super excited. Right now, we're very raw sitting in here. It's not... It's not. It's far from the final project. Right. We're way. We're way off from it. So, got a lot. But we just got the keys Monday. Yeah. And at some point in time, we plan on having a storefront. Exactly. That's selling right. our merchandise and promoting Killcliff. Yeah, that was the other thing I was going to say. Uh, we we will be, like Tyler said, we have the storefront. Uh, we're getting a cooler brought in. Uh, Killcliff. We'll be selling Killcliffs. Uh, the uh, Ignite will be uh, the recovery. And the CBD infused kill cliffs, uh, we will have those here available when we are here uh, for people to come and buy. And also, um, we got Righteous Felon Jerky Cartel. Uh, man, they just sent us a huge box of meat candy. So we've got all these different flavors of beef jerky. And, and again, I hands down, one. Best, best jerky I've ever had in my life. So it's really, it really good stuff. Good. Um, of course, our merchandise we have, uh, you know, with the hats, t shirts, hoodies, and also we'll underwear. Have underwear. Well, that's we don't have those yet. So we don't have them not yet. It's possible though. It's possible. So uh, if we wear, if you wear underwear, it could be a possibility in your future. Um, and and then uh, Duke Cannon Supply Company will be able to uh, set up uh, and sell their products as well. So we're super excited about all that. Well, not only that, if you're if you know if you're like me and you'll order some clothing stuff online, but you'd rather 
much rather hold it, feel it, touch it, hold it up, and all that before you buy it. You can do that now if you live close. Swing by, look at our hats, look at our shirts, look at our sweatshirts, and, you know, put on the hat, see that it's comfortable. And the one thing I will say about our, our shirts and hoodies, the the main thing on those is those are soft um, quality uh, material that we use, that we that we have. And uh, you always want to order a size up. So yep. it's super important. When you order online, make sure you're ordering a size up just yeah. because. If you're uh, a medium, it, you're a large. You are a large. And it doesn't you know reflect on you in a bad way. If you're a large, then you have to wear an extra large. It's just a soft shirt. It's like shopping at American and Eagle. Ink's a little heavy. Uh, <laughs> you got to size ab- up. <laughs> or Abercrombie. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but, uh, so that's, that's what we've got going on. We're working, uh, working, uh, diligently to get everything set up. And, uh, we spend a lot of time here this weekend. Yeah. We're going to be here a lot doing some cool things. Mate, they went I just dropped my lucky penny. It just rolled Drunky. across the floor. But as far as quality goes, everything's top tier quality. Yep. I mean, we're not selling you some junk. No, no. I went to Walmart and bought a hundred dollars worth of windbreakers. And I threw them in the dryer after I wore them and melted all the zippers off of them. Useless. <laughs> so, it's useless trash. You don't got to worry about that. No, it's good stuff. And the hats, man, I, I've got it on now. And if it wasn't a comfortable hat, I, I wouldn't wear it. I would wear another cap or not wear a cap at all. But I enjoy wearing this hat. Uh, guys, you know what I'm talking about. Or girls, you know what I'm talking about, about your uncomfortable caps and your comfortable caps. Yep. There, there's a big That's difference. Right. These are comfortable caps. Richardson. I, Richardson where it's caps. At. Yep. I'm telling you, man, the comfortable cap, I enjoy wearing it. I'm not just saying that because we sell it. If uh, I wouldn't lie to you. If it wasn't comfortable, I just wouldn't mention it at all. Here's what we want to get into tonight. Uh, we got a, we had a couple of little things that we was going to talk about. Um, of course, we talk about the studio and uh, all the things that's coming up with that. Um, here's something that, uh, if you, again, if you're living under a rock, you didn't know about this, um, but – the Powerball, seven hundred and fifty million dollars. I did not know that. Actually, seven hundred and fifty million. Well, the other ones like five hundred and sixty million, mega million. Who needs that? Yeah, seven hundred though. Seven hundred million. Seven hundred fifty million dollars. Okay, that that drawing is going to be on Friday. Okay, so here's a question I proposed. Uh, we did on Facebook today. Um, you just won seven hundred and fifty million dollars. What three bands are you going to pay? Or a private show and i got so much feedback on this question and it was actually uh some really good ones and there's some that i was thinking that man you probably shouldn't spend your money on that you probably shouldn't do something different right but uh but andrew who you got man who who is the three bands that you would pay for a private show i actually put it down i'm trying to remember exactly what i said because i did put a little bit of thought in it and i um uh, it'd be near the bottom yeah thank you i did john fogarty yeah because I have seen his concerts as him outside of CCR. Mm-hmm. And he plays a lot of other stuff, of yeah. course. Oh, man, he's so good still. He's still so good. And I love I John. mean, how can you go wrong with CCR? I bet I, I just love John Fogarty, and I love his music. Uh, Jimmy Buffett, because I've seen him so many times. And I, I, I don't, I'm not a cheeseburger paradise. If, let me get it straight. I'm not a cheeseburger paradise Margaritaville guy. Uh, that's not the Buffett I like. Uh, I like the old school Buffett. He's an amazing songwriter if you get into those songs. Uh, Cheeseburger and things like that are a little silly, but he's got some great stuff. How many times have you seen Buffett? 33? 33 times. You've been to 33 concerts. He he just Larry Buffett. He just Larry Birded the Jimmy Jimmy Buffett. 
Yeah, I think 33. It, I think it's 33. It's somewhere between 31 and 33. Holy shit, that's a lot. And uh, so I got John Fogarty, Buffett, and Tyler Childers. Okay. And I still have yet to listen to Tyler Childers. Mm. Still haven't listened. So I'm going to get, that's going to be on my homework uh, list. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little obsessed. Yeah, I, I want to I want to check it out. If you're not, if if you haven't heard Tyler Childers, check him out. Uh, start with somewhere, something like White House Road or Urine, not Urine, like you pee, but Y O U R. Yeah. In. Yorn. Yorn. I heard yeah. urine. I like pee. Yorn. <laughs> Either way. Uh, fantastic songs. Matter of fact, the SC Network used that song in one of the little promos. Uh, fantastic, man. He's an amazing songwriter. His voice is amazing. You had mentioned him on an episode that we did previously, and, uh, and, yeah. I, and I still had yet to listen to him, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to do that. We're going to do that tonight. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to play a song before we leave. Not only air. You're not leaving. Nobody wants. Nobody. I'm not playing it. You don't have to turn it off now. I'll, yeah. I'll, but I'll play it after we get done. There's some songs you need to hear by him. You being a cash guy. Oh yeah, I would. Li- I would definitely be down with that. I think. I'm not saying he sounds like Cash. That's not what I'm saying. But I don't know. You like it. Yeah. You like it. I'll check it out. Another another country artist. I don't listen to country music hardly at all, but um, buddy, a few buddies of mine told me about somebody called Coulter Wall. Y- y'all heard of a Coulter Wall? I have. I have not. He sounds pretty much just like Johnny Cash. Oh, really? Yeah, and I've okay. been listening to him quite a bit. He does. He's uh, He's got one song out there that's really popular. It's like old trail songs almost, but I, it's really good. I'm so disappointed in myself because actually I had, I have a TikTok account, sorry. Uh, there's a lot of interesting shit on there. So uh, it's not it's just hysterical. it's not just girls dancing all stupid, but uh, but there uh, there's this there's this one specific um, page, and I didn't like it, and I hate myself for it because I forgot to click it. Uh, but there's this chick that sings, and she has this her voice. She plays acoustic guitar, and she has a scratchy, haunting, country type voice. I cannot remember, and she's not known yet. She's gonna be she's she's gonna be somebody that's gonna be famous, and and when I tell you, I never heard a voice like hers before, who I can tie her into, and if you can if you can even make this make sense, you got a female Kurt Cobain singing country music, and it's holy shit, she's unreal, and I, I I'm so upset with myself that I don't have her name right now, but I I will make it uh you know, uh my my mission this week to try to figure out her name in the next episode. I'll put it out, and I even put some of her music on our social media because, man, it's—I mean, it's—it's. Well, it's, it, she gave me cold chills when I heard her sing. I was like, "Holy, you know, it's a man." It's just—it just resonates through your whole body when she sings. Well, and that's what Kurt did for me. So, country music, yeah. and you'll and you'll find Tyler. Country music when it's bad, it's really bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, when it's, like, but, but when it's, hey girl, what's your name, girl? Yeah. Okay. Did we ever tell the that's Luke Bryan story? Did we tell the Luke Bryan story? I don't story? think we have. But when it's good, it is <laughs> really freaking it. good. Oh, yeah. and, and, if you're bashing on Luke Bryan, I'm all in. Okay, so here's what happened. And we, if we did tell this story, uh, it's it's too good. It's to worth tell again, telling so. again. You can't I, make this up. I haven't heard it. So Tyler and I are not a big fan. Your phone's feeding back. Oh, sorry. Hear it. Uh, yeah. Tyler and I are not a big fan of Luke Bryant. Uh, we absolutely are just not big fans of him. You know, Me whatever. Me neither. So Tyler used to play base, travel baseball, and in the mecca of travel baseball in Georgia is Lake Point Complex. That's where all the baseball players, they play travel ball. They play, like, really competitive travel ball, go play. And we had showed up one morning to play, 
And there's this dude in the concession stand line in front of Tyler and I. And I look and I was like, holy shit, that looks like Luke Bryan. And so me and Tyler both just on cue were like, hey, girl, what's your name, girl? <laughs> like that. And let's start laughing. Like hysterically just laughing. Just fucking laughing. And this dude turns around and gives us a look. And like he's looking at us, like he's eyeballing us. Oh, but no. I never, but I didn't think anything else about it. And we went on, you know. And Tyler played his first game, and I'm scrolling through Facebook, and there's this kid that Tyler goes to school with, and I look, and and he's getting his picture took with Luke Bryan. Oh no, that's the same dude. We totally smashed his ass. We right, were talking we were shit, talking right, shit to right, right to his face. <laughs> I didn't even know it's him. So well, I'm sure it's not the first time he's got people talk shit. Yeah, yeah. But you know, and the sad thing is that guy can sing for real. Like mm-hmm. he don't. No, no, no. He can sing for real, and it's not country music. He could. He was singing this other song uh, that he he got caught record. Somebody recorded it or whatever. He can really sing. He don't have to do the Kermit the Frog thing or Gomer Paul. <laughs> I'm thinking more Gomer yeah. Fozzie Bear. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you don't got to do that, dude. Just sing. But anyways. Who's to knock that cat because he's super rich and I'm super not. And uh, He's got more money it, than all of it us. It worked out for him. And he has a great – Well, so was Millie Vanilli. Look, but. he has a great cigar bar down in uh, 30A. Uh, it's uh, – what's what's the cigar bar called? I don't know. Ah, what is the name of that um, place? i never it's been. It's on 30A right there near the hub. Gomer? Uh, no, Shore. Shore Thing Cigars. That's it. Shore. S-H-O-R-E. Shore Thing Cigars. Gotcha. So, yeah. But no, it's awesome, and that's that's also when I went in there one night. Uh, we went to Thirty A. Uh, Cam and I had went into that the short thing cigars, and this dude broke out a bottle of tequila from nineteen sixty four, and it was this big, tall, huge, long bottle. It wasn't a short bottle; it was long. Of what? Tequila, oh. not nineteen sixty four tequila, what? and he let us taste it. Does tequila age? Uh, well, this guy had some. I mean, it might. And I'm I was asking. like, how much? I'm like, how much does this cost a bottle? And he's like, he's like, you don't want to know. And I'm like, no, you rich motherfucker, I do want to really know. Do I just ask know. you. I just ask you. But uh, he was too cool to tell me how much it cost. That's the same place we went to. And and where were you? They had, down on 30A in Florida. What? What'd you What'd you crack open over there? That is a Terrapin Muhu. Terrapin, a Terrapin Beer Company out of Athens, Georgia. Shout out to Spike. Spike. It's their it's it's their winter seasonal. It's called uh, Muhu. Yeah. It is a chocolate milk stout, and it is delicious. I'm gonna tell you. He told me he had that, and he was bringing it. And he's like, I was like, chocolate milk beer? Hmm. I don't know, but I'm a big fan of car bomb, Irish car bombs because I think they taste like chocolate milk if you do them right. Terrible. And uh, and it tastes like a damn Irish car bomb. I ain't gonna lie. It's better than that. Mm, it's comparable. It's comparable. But anyways, so we bashed, I have no comment. We bashed on Luke Bryan. Uh, didn't know, you know, didn't know it was him, and we did later on know that it was him. And that is a great story. Have I never heard that story? I was hoping that he was going to tell, like, write a song about us. He's like these little son of a bitches at the ballpark making fun of. <laughs> but uh, but uh, he didn't do, do so. anything but write a song about me, please. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, don't tell her Swift my ass. But uh, oh, I won't even write a song about me. <laughs> But no, so we got all this, you know, we had all these things going on, uh, you know, so anyway, the list, the list, that's what I was getting at. Sorry. There's so much going on right now. I can't even keep up with myself. It is insane. Uh, I want to go over a couple of, of, uh, of some of the people's ideas that they had. Um, mine would, I would pay Oasis to get back together and I would, whatever money that they thought was fair, I would let them donate that money to the, uh, people that's working in the service industry. Uh, 
you guys get back together and play, and I'll give X amount of dollars to people in England, you know, uh, service industry folks. Foo Fighters, who the hell don't want to party with Dave Grohl? I do. I mean, who don't? Who does not want to party with Dave Grohl? The Foo Fighters almost made my list. That's I love those yeah. guys. And then the Black Crows. I've I haven't seen the Black Crows as many times as Andrew's seen Jimmy Buffett, but I have seen the Black Crows five times. I've seen them three, and they're just as good the first time as they was the last time. So I would get those guys together. Uh, also, Oasis. Uh, they're they never really cared for anybody in America, the music in America, but they love the Black Crows. They said they were the last rock and roll, true rock and roll band in the United States. Black and any of the Black Crows are brothers in uh, Oasis, Liam and Noel brothers. So, uh, and they can't neither one of them get along. So the Black Crows don't play together anymore, and neither does neither does. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, but I think I think uh, Liam would get back together with Noel. I just think Noel's Noel's the guy. It's like no, nah, I'm not. Well, doing now the it. Black Crows are touring again. That's true, and the tickets are so expensive. Uh, you know, and actually, we were going to go. I'm not paying that. We were going to go last year, and then the COVID hit, and we couldn't go. I had tickets to go see Incubus up close. I had tickets to go see Alanis Morissette. Yeah, we every bit of it got canceled. But I did get some good news today. I did say where she's going to tour again. So I can't help it. I love Alanis Morissette. So, so you remember the last time, last place I saw Black Crows? Where? So get this. We go to Vegas for. Uh, I remember you telling me this. Yeah. So my wife has some kind of conference there. And, you know, I have those pamphlets of all the events in town where you're there. And we're flipping through and. There's a little Atlanta band called Black Crows playing down the road. <laughs> Lucky bastard. And I was like, okay, well, it's tomorrow night. It's going to be sold out. We're not going to get tickets. She goes, well, let's just try. Yeah. That place was, I bet it wasn't even half sold out. That's crazy. I forget that it's Vegas. Yeah. There's so much shit going on. Yeah. A Black Crows concert. I mean, it's just another thing going on. The last to one. me, it was huge. Yeah, I would, have been, I would have been all over myself about it. I so, would have been out so of control. So we went. Wasn't the best show I've seen from them, but it was pretty good. The last show, they probably because there weren't a lot of people there and they were pissed. No, they were under contract no, and had to play. no, no. It was the it was the it was the uh, set list. I got gotcha. you. Oh, oh yeah, man. There's nothing worse than like getting all amped up to go see your favorite band and they play the shitty set list or not your favorite. Not your I favorite would songs. say it was the shitty set list yeah. in Vegas. I never understood it. It was a. It was a very jam band, very oh, like a widespread panic kind of show. Almost, it was, I wouldn't like that. It was it was soulful because he is, yeah, you know. But it was uh, wasn't Shake Your Money Maker. I can oh promise you. God, see, I'd have been upset. I can promise you, it wasn't yeah. that. Now I saw him at the Civic Center in Atlanta, and it was great. Like they cannot play "She Talks to Angels," but they better play "Thorn in My Pride." Do you? What was the best? show you've seen them at the fox with lenny kravitz that was the best show one of the best concerts i've ever been to that really? shit was awesome yeah i saw lenny, lenny kravitz comes out at, was you at that concert is that the fox yeah, i stole the a lot there i stole a lot bob a lot bulb out of uh yeah but the black crows weren't there bro yeah on that one they were we saw the concert we were there at the black at fox it was it was lenny kravitz yeah uh uh the other atlanta band Collective Soul? Collective Soul. Yeah, it was yeah. a Chinese New Year show. Yes, it was. Okay. Now, I, I did see, I have seen Black Crows at uh, I mean, I believe you, but Fox. it wasn't that show. But, uh, but it was good. Because I didn't see the Black yeah. Crows at the Fox. That's how I knew yeah. it wasn't that one. Yeah, damn, I thought they were on that same bill. But, Not the same okay, ticket. All right. That was a good concert, too. That man. was a great concert. Yeah. I got thrown out of the Fox that night. I remember I saw you and Kelly there. Yeah. Well, we bought tickets together. Not yeah. together, but at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, man, so much has gone by. 
Well, you're probably too about. drunk to remember. I was way too drunk to remember. How'd you get thrown out of the fox? This <laughs> 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 is a story for another. Uh, well, I went out the wrong door, then refused. To. I remember you went out to smoke, didn't you? No, I was actually looking for somebody. Okay. And I walked out the door and I turned around and walked right back in. I mean, and there's a nope. As soon as it closed, I opened it right back yeah. in. Yeah. And the same lady was watching me walk out. She said, no. I said, well. My wife's in there. My wife's in there. I can't just leave. She goes, you're not coming back in. I said, okay. So. And and at this time, we didn't have cell phones. No, 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 no. No, there was none of that. No, so you wouldn't call anybody to say, hey, I'm kicked out. You're like, they're like, where the fuck are they at? So, <laughs> I mean, it is at the end of the show. Yeah. It, I didn't miss hardly anything. Yeah. I missed maybe two Lenny Kravitz songs, which is like an hour. Yeah. No kidding. So, but I'd seen 95% of the show. And uh, so I said, well, I'm going to go in this door over here. Nobody's going to see me. Now, I'd been drinking, you know, this is my younger days. No, surely not. I opened that door and two guys, and I'm talking, these guys get excited watching uh, Roadhouse. (laughs) These dudes are huge, right? Yeah. Huge. One pick, one, and I'm not a small guy. Yeah. Well, of course, I was smaller than I am now, but uh, they pick me up and throw me up against the wall outside. They run me through two doors and have me off. My feet are dangling. They got me up against this wall, and they tell me, if you come back in here, no, I'm not going to lie. I can't remember exactly what they said, but they scared the hell out of me. Something about do not come back in here. If you do, there's going to be problems. So there was a cop standing close to that when that happened, and she come walking over. There's a female cop. She Mm -hmm. goes, don't go back in there. I'll arrest you. I said, well, here's my situation. You know that cop went in there and got my wife? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she went Because she didn't have to. And a no, lot, she didn't hey, have look, to. I'm going to tell you, a lot of times when you go to Atlanta and you need directions and you ask the police, they're the last ones you need to ask because they don't give a shit. They just want you out of the way. Yeah. But luckily, when we went to the Peach Bowl the other day, we got they had a they had the roadblocks off where you could go to the parking deck where we where we usually go to. Yeah. And so I pulled out. I was like, man, I don't know what to do. This is the only way I know to get into a parking deck right here. And uh, we stopped, and I was like, and and I told Brittany, I was like, you can ask that officer right there, but he's probably not going. He's probably going to get the fuck on out of here. And she asked him, and he told her. But if it would have been me, uh, she's a lot better looking right, than I am. Right. But uh, if it, it, but yeah, he told us, you know. And I was like, thank you so much for helping us out, because I wanted to say, because there's so many times, you know, y'all did not help me out when I was lost down here. You know, it's it, it, it's just like any other profession. There's good cops, there's bad cops. Yeah, people just got to start being nice to each other. Yeah, I mean, it's. Is what it is. The okay. one, the yes. one, the one thing I remember about that Lenny Kravitz concert though is uh, he had the chick on the drums with the giant. She had that giant afro. She was very, she's, she's very pretty. By the she way, she is, dude. She's amazing on the drums. Amazing, and she's and very pretty. And then Lenny's like playing "Let Love Rule," and he comes down into the crowd. Oh, and he's yeah. like playing it, and everybody's oh, yeah. like, "Oh, dude, it was awesome." It, it was, was a great, great show. Lenny Kravitz was great. I pe- I named my daughter Zoe after a Lenny Kravitz song. There you go. Yeah, uh, flowers for Zoe. That's what I named her after. So, What'd you yeah. name me after? I named you after Tyler Durden on Fight Club. I'm not even going to lie. Really? It's a true story. He pulled up the book Accidents and was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Honest to God, Tyler, I named him uh, Samuel off the brother off of Legends of the Fall with Samuel. And I had to give you a biblical name because what, that's what uh, Granddaddy said. Oh, that's okay. right. So I'll give you a biblical name. Gotta have biblical and, then, uh, and then Tyler, Tyler Durden. I mean, what other Tyler would you want to be? I guess so. There yeah. you go. And then now you're a Tyler West and who Tyler what, Perry. What other Tyler was no. <laughs> Tyler Perry. He's filthy rich. Yeah, he is. Let me tell you, um, Tyler Perry worked on one of his little T V shows. He's a super nice guy. Yeah. I went down to the comp the compounds what they call it. It's like uh, DreamWorks or whatever not DreamWorks, but whatever his thing is, there's like if you can imagine 
this humongous building. It's got four stories, maybe five stories, okay? You take an elevator to each story. Inside of that thing is a hospital. There's a courtroom. There's jail cells. There's a nightclub. There's a restaurant. There's strip clubs. Uh, there's a library. There's upscale Manhattan-type New York apartments. It's all in this building, and they film nonstop in there. Like, they film nonstop. Right. Yeah. And I and I actually went and uh, was an extra on the have and have-nots. And uh, I can tell you right now, and, and if Tyler Perry listens to this, uh, which I doubt very seriously he will, but if you do, Mr. Perry, you're a super nice man. Some of the folks you got working for you are some of the rudest people I've ever dealt with. I remember with. you telling me that. I told the girl, like, uh, I went up and we you know, had to take a couple of different changes of clothes, and they pick what's best for the scene. And I went up, and uh, she's really hateful to me. And I was like, hey, let me go ahead and tell you, you ain't paying me enough money to be to frown at me the whole time I'm here, and I can leave. And she kind of laughed, and uh, but she was cool with me after that. But she's hateful to everybody else. Mm. So, but, yeah. Why people got to be like that? I don't know, man. You know, and, and he's such a good dude and does so much for the community. I think he really is a good guy. He is. He's, man, He they told us don't approach him, don't talk to him, don't speak to him. But he acknowledged everybody in the room. Yeah. He was nice. But he's busy. He's all business and he's busy. And not only were they shooting that, they were shooting a movie. They were shooting another TV show. Like the same day. That shit's going on the whole day there. And uh, they actually got my name. I was on the list. And they called me every day to come work. And I just wouldn't go back down there. I was so aggravated with the way they treated us. I never went back down there. Really? Yeah. They don't pay you enough for that, for extra work. No, and that's something he should know. And shame on him if he does know he doesn't care. Yeah. I think he, I think he's just so busy, dude. He don't know. He has no idea. All right, I'm going to get back to our – man, we're all over the place tonight. I'm going to get back to our list. A couple of, a couple of good uh, three con, three people you'd invite, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I did Oasis, uh, Foo Fighters, and Black Crows. A good one. I, I would enjoy this one uh, back in my water day. Uh, Shine down, breaking Benjamin and Seether. Mm. Yeah, um, I did. I, I was happy to see some ACDCs. Cause me I, too. I have seen ACDC twice, even if I've never seen them. I love that band. They're so good. Josh McGill, the three, we three chord rock and roll. Yeah, Josh McGill, that we went to high school with. This was a this was a wild mix. But he said Eric Church, Rush, and Lenny Kravitz, which. I'd watch all of them. I'm good. I, I've never been a Rush guy, but I'm I'm down with it. Yeah. My friend Tony. Hey, Josh, by the way. Yeah, Tony Metcalf, uh, Kiss, Journey with Steve Perry. That's the stipulation. I'm down with that. And Aerosmith. I would I would definitely go see that show. Okay. You know, I've never seen Aerosmith, and I'd love to. Here's one that I, w- I would 100% go see. Uh, I would be there like a – I'd be crying like a little girl at a Beatles concert. Uh, Deftones, Tool, and Alice in Chains if Lane Staley was still alive. I'd be all over that. Uh, somebody, uh, Sid Willerson said the Rob West band, because if you won the lottery, you're obviously going to have a whole lot of fun. <laughs> and I told him, yeah, man, we would definitely have a good time. That's right. Uh, one that I would not want to go see is the Beach Boys, Alabama and Poison. <laughs> that sounds like a, a oh. end of the, in the apocalypse type. I disagree. Concert. I would love to go see Alabama. Now here's an interesting one. Jason Watson, or, I'm sorry, Judson Latimer gave us Dave Grohl, Corey Taylor from Slipknot and Aaron Lewis, but it's an acoustic set. I would I would definitely enjoy that. I would go, but Aaron Lewis kind of gets on my nerves. Uh, got here here's here's on your line here. Um, uh, Andrea Williams, uh, she's got Sturgill Simpson, Tyler Childers, and Brandy Carlisle. Brandy Carlisle's good if you haven't heard her. My girl, she's not bad. I like that. Who said that? Uh, Andrea Williams. She's on it. 
Um, Jason Watson, George Strait, Jimmy Buffett, and the Foo Fighters, That's or a, Blackberry Smoke. Mr. Watson, that is a hell of a lineup. Mr. Watson, I'm going to say I'm only, go, I'm only going to go see the Foo Fighters on that, sir. I'll go. I'll go all three with you. Give me tickets, Mark Harrison. I'm worried about your mental health. You wanted to see Millie Vanilli, Hanson, and Limp Bizkit. <laughs> I would have to see Hanson. I, I would not. No, I'm out. I'm out. Um, let's see. Surprised. Let's see. All right, we got Missy Curve that we went to high school with. Uh, Corn Rage Against the Machine and Old School Pantera. I'm all right with that. That sounds like Missy Kerr. Uh, my cousin Jason uh, gave pig, us, by the way, Missy gave us uh, Oasis, Prince, and the Beatles. And I said, "Homie, they uh, still got to be alive." So he went with Oasis, the Stones, or Stone Roses, and you too. So same I, for I Pantera. Yeah, yeah, Pantera. Man, I wish I would have seen Prince. Uh, a lot of folks want to see Dolly Parton. I'm out. You know what? I love Dolly. Yeah. I do. Hey, and that's a sweet person too. I'll go ahead and tell you, she's sweet. That's why I say I love Dolly. Uh, not a huge fan of her music, but I love Dolly. Here is a, a very interesting one. Um, my friend Greg Quarles, uh, Radiohead, Beck, and Bjork. That's pretty. That's pretty. Uh, it's different, but it's cool. I can I like tell it. you one Bjork song. Dolly's got a big personality. Yeah, she has two big personalities. She has, she has two big personalities. I, I will tell you this funny. Uh, hey, let me talk about me again. I got. Well, that's what we do. I worked on uh, Dolly Parton's uh, Heartstrings uh, Netflix program. I remember uh, that. And I was in an episode where um, what was it? These a old episode. bones or whatever. So we're all in the courtroom, and the the director's like, "Everybody, shut up! Stop talking!" <laughs> and the directors can get so mad, you know. And we're like, "Oh shit, what do we do?" And then out of nowhere, Dolly Parton pops out of the back. She's like, hey, y'all. And she's like <laughs> tiny, dude. She's the tiniest woman I've ever seen in my life. She's a little big. Uh, she is. She's so small. But uh, she was really, really gracious, and she was nice. And um, she let us all take a picture of her with all the people that acted in the in the in in that specific episode. And uh, it was cool, man. Dolly's cool. Dolly does a lot of good things for a lot of people. She does. And she really does a lot of work for the Smoky Mountain area. Yeah. Especially when it caught on fire. What did she donate? Over $10 million of her own money? Yeah. Just, and, just insane. And, and, she, and she has the book fund, the book program up there. Uh, make sure that these kids are staying literate and can she read. She does a lot. She is. If, if, you I, don't like, if you don't like Dolly, there's something wrong with you. You don't have to like her music, but she is an awesome person. If there's a statue that should be built in somebody's honor, Dolly Parton needs a damn statue. I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, if the racing Jesus has one, Dolly Parton sure as hell could have one. Dolly will have one for it's over with. Yeah, she should. You. I yeah. promise you. She's a she's a when she passes away, great humanitarian. There'll be some statues down in Smoky Mountains. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Good so, woman. Yeah. We should have her on a podcast. We should. And if that would be possible, that'd be great. We're trying to we're trying to pull in as many Does uh, Dolly Parton tell anybody no? Uh, she's so nice. She may be like, Yeah, she, just call me. Yeah, I'll do it. Just call me. And then she'll give me the number to uh Tang's Garden, <laughs> who's out of business. <laughs> so, I'm like, hello, is this thing on? She would be awesome to have on the show. She would. She would. Tyler. What's up? I got a question for you. I got an answer. All right. If there was a movie that you, there's a movie that you want to watch, right? You get to keep one actor. Okay. And everybody else is a Muppet. What movie is that? Hmm. I'm going to have to go with Rambo. Rambo? Yeah. Okay. Who do you keep as the is is Rambo a Muppet or is he the char- is he the main character? No, R- Rambo's the main character, and he's just shooting, he's just laying Muppets. out Muppet. That's great, Andrew. Who you got? Who would you? Who would you do? Who would you do? Uh, 
probably a movie that I need to get back from you. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. What is it? Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Samuel L. Jackson. You're keeping him as the car- as the He's as the, the main character. actor, yes. and then you're keeping everybody else as a Muppet? I am. How great would that be? That would be fantastic. All right, I got one. What ain't no country I've heard of. <laughs> How about uh, Kill Bill? We'll go with the Quentin Tarantino movie, another uh, one. Kill Bill, I keep Uma Thurman as, as my actor, mm-hmm. actress. Actress. And uh, I let her chop up a bunch of Muppets with a, with a katana. I like it. Yeah. So we did. Uh, I did a little questionnaire on that, too, as well, and I had some great ones. Uh, one of them we had was uh, Die Hard, and you keep Bruce Willis, of course, as the uh, as the actor, and then he's just blowing up a bunch of Muppets. So um, there's a whole there's a whole list of them that we had. Um, I believe Django, another Quentin Quentin Tarantino you know, movie. I never saw that movie. You never saw Django? I really didn't. Man, okay, is well, it really good? So when I bring you back Pulp Fiction, you can uh, keep my Django for as long as you want to. Did you see the? Uh, what was it that was I'll be honest with you, I haven't missed the movie, but what was the Angry Eight? What was the Quentin Tarantino movie? Yes, yes. Yeah, that was good too. It was good. I saw that one. Yeah. There's so man You he, know why I never saw that other one? Didn't watch his face in it, the uh Who's in that movie? Oh shit, everybody that's in all the other ones, pretty much. Um who I'm trying to think who you would who or like what character are you talking about? I don't know, I haven't seen the movie. Uh, oh, so who who's in the movie? Kurt Russell's in the movie. I love me, Kurt Russell. You got uh, Samuel Jackson's in the movie. It's amazing that they, Kurt Russell's still married. It is. It really is. That's He's a, one of those Hollywood marriages. That that's a testament like, to yeah, because that don't really happen a whole lot. No. Okay, here we go. We got uh, Tombstone. Keep Val Kilmer. I, who doesn't like Tombstone? Yeah. Um, we got uh, Goodfellas. Keep Joe I was Pesci. Just about to say that one would be great. I was just about to say that. So you got Joe Pesci cussing out a bunch of Muppets would be great. That would be great. Um, we got uh, I don't really care for that one or that one. Um, the Godfather keep uh, Al Pacino. Godfather is the most and another Scar Scarface keep Al Pacino. Smoking the Bandit keep the Sheriff. That one would be great. Buford T Justice keep Buford T Justice. Yes. As the actor and everybody else is a Muppet, which yeah. his son in that movie was pretty much a damn Muppet in itself. Um, Maybe you keep him as a character. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would. Um, not that one wouldn't be good. Friday the 13th, keep Jason. Daddy, they got any hush puppies? Daddy, the top came off. No shit, Junior. <laughs> Hope your damn head was in it. <laughs> so, yeah, so... So that's why we do that. I, uh, I think that's how would fair. how would Sling Blade be if would you keep Carl? No, yeah. no, no, no. I think you keep the boy. Keep the boy. The boy is the actor. The Muppet. It's the boy is the actor, and then keep Carl as a Muppet. Everybody else is a Muppet. I'm hurting Linda. Hurting real bad. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do with that Sling Blade, Carl? What you got in there? Good to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I aim to kill you. With I it. aim to kill you with it. <laughs> Oh my God! Sling Blade's a great movie. It is a great. It is a great movie. Speaking of movies, remember when we did the episode back uh, when we were talking about uh, the horror movies around Halloween? We were talking about how what specific event in time, a real true event happened in time that um, that the movies were based loosely on. Uh, so you, we had all these different um, these different events that happened in real life these terrible people yeah and they were basically the um the center for for what these these horror movies were written on 
And we talked about the orphan. Remember when we talked about the orphan? Yep. Had the girl, or she was a woman who pretended to be a little girl, and she moved in with these two schizophrenic sisters, and they abused the daughters. Uh, The two schizophrenic sisters had children, and they abused them in the basement. And it ended up one of them was eating one of them's leg, you know, like taking flesh off and eating the leg. And um, and you think, (laughs) Jesus, you think, holy shit, this could never happen again. This could never happen again, ever. I mean, you're thinking, you know, how could this ever happen again? Well, I got something for you, folks. It happened again. Uh, And we're going to talk about an Indiana couple claims that the six-year-old girl that they adopted from the Ukraine was actually a homicidal adult dwarf, okay? And I will post some of these pictures on some of our social media of this little girl. I'm not an expert, and I'm not a doctor, but I can go ahead and tell you from what I see, this ain't no fucking little kid. This, this is a this is a mid. I don't want to say an inappropriate little term. Person. It's a little person. It looks like cute. teeth. No, dude, it's not. Look at them teeth. Look at them hands and arms. You can tell by the fingers. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. Let me oh, see I it. see what you're saying. Yeah. So she, yeah, well. She could pass it off as being a young little person. Yeah. Well, yeah, a young little person, no doubt. Be working with. But no. not a child. Correct. Not a normal Correct. Uh, physical, Correct. you know. Correct. That is not a child. That is not a child. No, I'm with you there. So the Barnetts uh, adopted uh, Natalia Grace of the Ukraine in 2010. This happened in 2010, so this isn't that very, it doesn't might be long ago. Um, they were told she was a child, but her vocabulary and her teeth suggested otherwise. Um, the Indiana couple believe they were scammed and adopting this you say uh, teeth or teeth teeth. <laughs> I'm, I'm not looking at her teeth. Uh, this couple believed that uh, they were scammed by an adoption agency in the Ukraine, and they basically sent a child uh, or a person with dwarfism to their house. Um, uh, Christine Barnett and her now her ex husband Michael adopted uh, Natalia Grace um, in Florida of all, of all places. Florida. What do you mean of all places? That's- Full of crazy It people. is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, 2010, they were told she was an eight-year-old girl. She came to the United States, but she did not have a birth certificate. With well, an incredible your, vocabulary. There <laughs> is your son. Don't send me a kid without a birth certificate. Just don't. I mean, she's had, start terrible, asking, she's had a terrible life. Start asking questions. She's lucky to be alive. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the doctors actually determined that uh, she, was not, she was not six years old, but she is actually between eight and ten. And she, uh, she suffered from a rare bone growth disorder, okay? Not that results in dwarfism. She was much older than that. Um, uh, Natalia Barnett soon began, uh, began exhibiting like, odd behavior and violent. Um, she was hiding her, her menstrual cycles and threatening to kill families, uh, the members in the family. Uh, the Barnetts basically had came to the consequence that she was way older than what doctors had did the bone density test, and they suggested she was over the age of 14. Um, again, they adopted her as a child. How old was she now? She's over 14. In real life. Well, it'll get, it will get to that. So, um, the family's primary care physician uh, wrote a letter in 2012 saying that uh, her so called birth year of 2003 was incorrect. And the child had fooled everyone, and be- the woman had fooled everyone into believing she was a child. 
Um, the Barnett's consequently had rented a, a, an apartment in North Carolina for uh, Natalia in 2013, and they left her there. Um, they had moved to Canada and ceased to have any contact with her um, because she was trying to kill them. She was trying to murder these two people. So she, she had homicidal tendencies. So they think she's how old? No, oh, we'll get there. No, but they, she, they, they, think, they thought she was a six-year-old no, child no, no. when she came. Yeah, but when they dropped her off in an apartment. Oh, they didn't care. They was getting the hell out of there. They went to Canada. So uh, the couple, after they dropped her, so needless to say they had her for three years. They thought when they were bringing her here, she was six. Right. They did a bone density test and found out she was over 14. In three, like three years that she's been in the States with his family, Three years was enough. So they, they rented an apartment and left her ass there. Said, here you go, grown-ass woman, grown-ass dwarf lady. Handle your business. We're out of here. Um, the sad part was the couple was charged with failing to neglect and abandoning their adopted daughter. See, that's where I was thinking. Yeah. So so they, 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 they adopt this thing as a child. They adopt this person. The person comes here. Is homicidal, tries to murder the family, and the and the family's like, you know, they set her up for a year in this apartment in North Carolina and said, "Good luck. I hope you get your life right." You know, even though you try to fucking kill us, good luck. You know, we're we're going to Canada, we're going away. Um. So they don't really nobody really knew that the child was, or the person was a psychopath. Uh, after they dropped her off in North Carolina, they didn't know. She just kind of disappeared. Nobody knew about her whereabouts or where she was. Um, but, uh, uh, nobody actually even knew her age. Uh, but the Barnett's, they, they put them on trial. The media and, and the wife, uh, Christine Barnett said the media had painted, uh, painted them out as child abusers, but this is not a child. Um, you know, the 45-year-old mother was no stranger to difficult parenting. Um, I mean, her son was diagnosed with autism. So she she dealt with, you know, a, a, a child that had issues, you know. So it's not like it, she's just a cruel, heartless person that would leave this defenseless child all by itself. She's raised her own son to, that had autism to take care of him. Uh, so painting them to be like heartless people that just adopted this kid and dumped it somewhere it's kind of unfair, you know, because they they've already been through a, a, a you know raising a child well, in a the, tough situation. The child was trying to kill him. Yeah, so um, I get it. They it, but so they did. They had experience being foster parents as well, um, and uh, so in 2010 they naturally they just agreed to emergency adopt this eight year old girl or six year old girl Natalie Grace from the Ukraine. Um, but it soon came clear to the family that her tendencies and behaviors did not fit a child. And here's another picture of her, too. You can take a look at that. She looks like a little kid there. She she does look like a little kid there. I'll give her that. She kind of does look like a little kid there. Yeah, that does look like a little girl. Um, she would stand over them in the middle of the night when they laid in the bed holding sharp objects. Um, <laughs> she, yeah. She, um, you know, she... Uh, Poor, she threatened to stab the family, family members at, at all, you know, anytime she was, whatever, she's going to stab them. Um, she poured bleach in their coffee more than once, trying to poison them. 
She would draw pictures of the, and state how she wanted to kill the family members, roll them up in blankets, and bury them in the backyard. She was just trying to keep them safe at Rona. She maybe was trying to do that. I don't know. So, um, but but the final straw is when they they she continuously was standing over them in the middle of the night while they slept with sharp objects in her hands. Um, they go back to the whole point too, where they're talking about um, the, the things that kind of gave them uh, gave away that she was not a child. Is uh, she would she when she was hiding her periods, she would throw her bloody clothes in the garbage. Uh, and noticed that she had adult teeth and pubic hair. She's supposed to be eight years old. Um, so these are the things that, you know, that like, this is not a child. This is an adult trying to murder us in our sleep. So again, they leave them, they leave her in North Carolina and they head to, um, they head on to Canada. Okay. Um, she, what they did later find out, that uh the that natalia was was an she was not an adult but she was not a child she was a teenager uh later in her teens uh close to 16 to 18 years old and she was diagnosed with a psychological illness and uh they said that her behavior would only worsen as they grew older and people became more skeptical of her age that she was trying to hide um she was jumping out of moving cars she was smearing blood on mirrors. She was doing things that uh, you could never imagine a little child doing. Um, she pushed her adopted mother against an electric fence. Um, she was put in a psychiatric unit. Uh, and they just pretty much was, there was really nothing that they could do for her. A therapist in 2012, uh, the little girl actually confessed to being 18. And in 2012, um, she told them that how she tried to kill her family members. And she said she did that because it just seemed like a fun thing to do. That was what she had stated. So I mean, I'm a pretty bored person, but I don't ever think of chopping anybody up. Yeah, I think Nobody I love at least. As they dig further into it and went to superior court, uh, to put these, put these, you know, adopted parents away. They actually determined that her actual legal age was 22 years old. <laughs> 22 years old. Got him. So they, when they first adopted her, she was, what, 18? Yeah, she was 18 when they adopted her. Yeah. So she was actually 10 years older than I thought. Yeah. Um, so now, the, the, you know, the status of everybody, um, the little girl's living in... Uh, or the the twenty two year old woman, uh, they rented the apartment. She lived there for a year. Uh, she did not, uh, and they helped her get set up with social security and food stamps and get an ID before they left her. And um, she was evicted in two thousand fourteen. And neighbors felt sorry for her and took her in to take care of her because they still thought she was a little girl. Um, so she actually was readopted. So it's happened three times. She was readopted to a couple, uh, Antoine and Cynthia Manns. Uh, they became her legal guardians in 2016. And this will require restoring uh, Natalia's birth uh, date to 2003, which the Barnetts had filed an objection because it's still, they would be agreeing that they dumped a child somewhere. So they were, they were fighting that. Um, 2000, I'm sorry, September the 11th, 2019 
Uh, both Christine and Michael Barnett were charged with felony neglect. And as it stands to Barnett's, uh, they went to the they went through the whole court proceeding, and they were found not guilty. Um, so, yeah, dude, it happened again. Like it happened again. It's like when you hear the first story of these people that adopted a child, and it turned out to be a homicidal maniac grown up. Uh, you would think, how could that ever happen? I mean, are people just so hungry to be parents? Or I, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. But I can look at pictures of that kid or that person. That's not a kid. No, no, no. That's a woman. The cheekbones are like yeah. fully developed. Teeth, cheekbones, the hands. I mean, it's all there. So, Andrew, you gonna you gonna adopt some kids? Hell no. From the Ukraine? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Without a social security card or a uh, look birth certificate? I was I was one and done. Yeah. That's how I roll. Yeah. One and done. It was uh it was eventful. It was eventful for them. So, and we hope this 2021 is gonna be eventful. For us as well. Eventful in a good way. Dude, we're going to bear down. we got a lot of things coming. Uh, uh, we're excited about the everything that's going on right now. Uh, thank you uh, to everybody who supported us and everybody that listens to us. All our listeners all over the world. All our listeners all over the United States. Um, stay plugged in with us uh, on all our social media, man. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're going to be posting progress of the studio as we as we move forward on that. And make the changes that we're going to make. It's going to look good. I, I like the little polls we did today. Yeah, so we're going to we continue. Should, we should start doing that. So we'll start doing these questionnaires that you guys answer. We'll give you a shout out on the episode, and if you got if you got good answers, we're going to shout you out. So, um, but uh, I think for you know the first first night in the studio, that's going to do it for me, man. I think uh, I think it I think it was uh, it was a good time, long overdue, and I was excited to get in here and do it. So yeah, man, it's nice to have a uh, place to go to do the studio and. Get our name out. We're on Broad Street now. That's and right. we can be loud. <laughs> we can be loud. And we actually have Schroeder's beside us. And I was not kidding. I'm going to work on a deal to get a doggy door so they can slide sandwiches and beer underneath the underneath the door for us. On our I've been sitting here thinking about a Schroeder sandwich the entire time. Same here. So I, I think that's a good investment. All right, gentlemen. Until next time, everybody take care. Thank you. all Y'all rock. Be safe.